What's up, everybody? Pathlin here, and welcome to episode 662 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. Really quick, shout out to all the kids who are listening to this, maybe in your parents' car or, I don't know, the living room or something. Uh, Just thanks for listening, guys. Keep up the good work. You rock. Okay, uh, today we have a question from Adam, but before we get to that, I do want to thank today's sponsor, which is designcrowd.com. That's a site that helps entrepreneurs and small businesses outsource or crowdsource custom graphics, logos, and web design from designers around the world. Again, designcrowd.com has more than a half million designers from over 100 countries ready to help you with any creative and design projects you might have. Check out designcrowd.com to learn more and get started at designcrowd.com slash askpat. Again, that's designcrowd.com slash askpat for a special VIP offer just for you. So awesome. Thanks so much. And here's today's question from Adam. Hey, Pat. Adam Spencer from morningraw.com. I've got a question about projects and and planning. Uh, For example, when you're coming out or, or putting together uh, Will It Fly or Ask Pat or Food Truck or any of the projects that you're working on, what does that process look like for you? How do you, how do you plan things? How do you break them down uh, from just a, a really big overarching uh, view of what you want to achieve and then break that down into little goals? What does that look like for you? What process do you follow? Uh, I'd be really interested in hearing your thoughts on that. Thanks for all the work you do, Pat. I love the podcast. been listening for a long time. And uh, yeah, keep up the good work. Adam, what's up? Thank you so much for the question. Adam from morningroar.com, everybody, if you want to check that out. Uh, Adam, this is a great question and something I've only recently started to learn how to do properly because for the longest time, it was kind of a fly-by-my-seat kind of thing, which means, hey, I think I'm going to work on this project and you kind of just go, right? And that's how it starts often because you don't know what it's like and until you do this enough uh, and are conscious about what you're doing and always looking to improve and optimize and sometimes it even takes having other people show you what to do which is what what was the case for me having my team members come on board connecting with other influencers and people in my mastermind groups who were just really good at planning it seemed that I finally was able to learn how to do this and everybody has their own different way of actually planning these larger projects and breaking them down and whatnot and I've gone through a number of different ways of doing that but currently uh, it's a team effort between myself and my project manager and, and, and my editorial manager. My editorial man- manager, her name's Jana, she has more than just a job of you know making sure the content gets posted on the site, but she's kind of the master planner too. And so I've picked up a lot from her. And the one thing I learned is that I always wanna achieve more than is humanly possible. And I think that's just the case for most entrepreneurs. Uh, fun fact, when Will It Fly came out, that was supposed to be one of four books that came out within the span of a year. That was my initial plan. I just wanted a suite of books that people could choose from depending on what level they're at because Will It Fly is obviously very beginner level. But after putting that into a spreadsheet and working backwards from the uh, from what was all that was required to, to make that happen, um, it was very clear to see that I was only able to or I would have only been able to accomplish one, maybe two books during the year if I pushed. But I decided to stick with Will It Fly 
and just focus on Will It Fly. And of course, I'm working on courses right now and whatnot, which relate to that too, which if I moved on to the other books, that probably wouldn't happen. So I'm glad I'm slowing down a little. So that's the first thing. Um, Secondly, though, it all depends on when I want these things to be done by. That's what's the main factor here that starts everything. So when is the thing supposed to be out there and in people's hands? That's variable number one. Variable number two is what do we want to put in it? Okay. Variable number two is what, like, what is it? How, how does it work? What, what's inside of it? What all needs to be included? Uh, so that's variable number two. And then variable number three is cost. And so you can have any one of those variables. If you imagine a triangle and each of those variables are on one of those points, um, you can have one of them be the one that matters most. And then the others kind of fluctuate based on that, right? Because if you want something to come out at a certain time, you might need to compromise on how much content is in it or what the quality is like, or you might need to increase the cost of whatever it is that you're doing or hire people out, which will increase the cost. So so you could see how that works. Maybe the fixed thing is the cost, in which case maybe the time is the thing that needs to wait a little longer and you need to delay things. Um, so these are, again, things that can all, you know, if you imagine this triangle and it kind of just morphs and changes and stuff for me it's the fixed date and that is something i chose because i know that i'm most motivated when i have a specific date when something is supposed to come out and that's that's what it takes for me to figure out how to break it down because everything that happens before that it gets broken down into weeks maybe months you know will it fly was a month by month kind of thing so by this month needed this to happen by this month. I needed this draft to be done by this month. I needed this, the artwork to be done or recovered, you know, breaking it down. And so it's an organic process, but it starts, at least for me, with the end in mind and the date. And then working backwards from there is, well, what needs to be included? And then it's putting those things into a calendar, like literally looking at a yearly calendar for those especially larger projects to see when certain things are supposed to be done. And then because I don't know everything, I work with my team or some other people to say, okay, well, here's the plan. So you create like a very skeletal sort of start with the end date, work backwards. Okay, here's all the moments and milestones that need to happen. Then I share it with people. That's huge because a lot of times other people will see things that I cannot. And again, like I said, I'm not perfect at any of this. So I need help. And I'm not afraid to reach out for help. That's the one thing I learned ever since I started was that I can do things much faster and better if I simply put my guard down, my pride away, and I just ask for help. In the beginning, that was so hard for me to do, but it is so important as an entrepreneur to go out there and ask for help when you need it, to understand what your weaknesses are and find help to fill in those gaps. So yeah, that's that's what it looks like. I mean, it's all, I mean, initially it started with pen and paper. Uh, back in the day, but it kind of worked in the same way, working on that end date and working backwards and creating sort of a task list of things that needed to happen and putting dates to each of those things. That's what helps me get up in the morning because I know, not on a day-by-day basis, but typically on a week-by-week basis, what needs to be done. I've tried to do the day-by-day thing, so breaking down, you know, you have a year, like a you want to write a book in a year, right? Uh, I don't break it down day-by-day because it can often feel like, 
incredibly overwhelming. You get behind. You know, every day is different. Plus, with two kids and that sort of thing, like some days you have a lot more time than others. So I don't ever say by today for this larger project, I want this thing done. I just have a list of tasks that I know I need to accomplish by the end of the week. And if I have time in the front of the week, I'll work my butt off to get those things done, knowing I have not much time in the second half of the week or vice versa. So Adam, hopefully that helps you at least wrap your head around my thinking behind all this. Uh, but But looking at the yearly calendar, I mean, buying, like I bought a yearly calendar that is all in one sheet. So it's quite large. It's laminated so I could write with a dry erase marker. But putting in dates of certain things and color coding different projects, and I mean, that helps me see what's overlapping. That helps me understand, okay, well, this is a little bit too close to this, so I'm going to move this list apart from each other. I got this from Amy Porterfield and, and a few other people. They use these large yearly calendars. Again, all laminated, all on one page. You can get them at like, paper stores or craft stores or whatever sometimes and my gosh it has changed everything because now I see this bird's eye perspective of what's going on in my business in the upcoming months and I can look at my week to week and see what tasks I need to accomplish so that's that so Adam thank you so much for the question I appreciate it we're going to send you an ask pat t-shirt for having your question featured here on the show and for those of you listening if you have a question that you'd like potentially featured here on the show you know what to do all you have to do is head on over to askpat.com you can ask right there on that page and uh appreciate it. Please keep asking the questions. Thanks so much, and I appreciate you for taking the time. And here's a quote to finish off the day by Mr. Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook. He says, I think that people just have this core desire to express who they are. And I think that's always existed. That's such an interesting quote. So in what you do, are you giving people an opportunity to express who they are? Thanks so much for listening in. I appreciate you. And I look forward to serving you in the next episode of Ask Pat. And hey, really quick, if you listen to this episode, you like what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes. Uh, I don't ask for them very much, but you know, every little bit helps. And so I appreciate it. Thanks. Look up Ask Pat on iTunes. Leave an honest review. And uh, yeah, I appreciate you. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.